Saturday night, and as usual, that means it's time for the other podcast. I'm your host, Robert Stacy McCain. And I'm not. Hello, folks. It's John Hogue here, the other guy on the other podcast. Stacy blogs, by the way, at theothermccain.com. And you can find my good friend John Hogue's blogging at hoguash.com. Unfortunately, Diana, our friend from Valdosta, uh, doesn't blog so much. Not really. So sorry. Uh, I'm busy doing all sorts of weird things that are kind of weird. Uh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what, what's going on down there in Valdosta? Ah, um, okay. 99.999% of stuff that I get asked to do is either boring or confidential. Aha. Uh-huh. So uh, I've so discovered the exciting that stuff you can't talk about and the stuff you can talk about is boring. Boring. <laughs> Sounds like the real world to me. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. It's just it just makes for a really weird feeling in trying to I can't blog. Um, I feel any, like and, and don't write anything down. That keeps the FBI away. Do not write down your crimes. Yes. <laughs> Oh me! But you know, speaking, I know. Of, speaking of the FBI, I uh, oh. I invoke the twenty four hour rule. Most <laughs> my twenty four hours have lasted most of the week. Um, oh. That whole uh, Mar-a-Lago uh, fiasco is just uh, uh, and. Uh. It's not unusual that the search warrant was sealed originally. That's uh, usually happens in an investigation until there's an indictment or something like that. <sighs> but uh, what they they didn't unseal the probable cause affidavit, which is why the judge would have signed the thing off. And well, I'm still waiting for that to come to light. I'm 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 waiting for it only because I'm pretty sure it'll be comic relief. Um, the orange man that is bad. Well, um, Stacey, go ahead. I was gonna say I have this really okay. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Stacy's article is is the core of this particular discussion, but they released the warrant and it's. It's overbroad. I'm sorry. This is like a general warrant. Um, when I was studying the American Revolution, this was one of the big objections that the colonists had to the behavior of the British. Basically, they asked for any document that uh, uh, Trump might have seen during his presidency. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, anyway. that, would, that would technically include you know, like a laundry ticket. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. My headline on the thing was the persecution of Donald Trump because Democrats impeached mm-hmm. him twice, but that wasn't enough. What they're trying to do, apparently, is to find something that this man is guilty of, some crime they can convict him of, uh, so as to disqualify him from uh, the White House is is his, uh, uh, and and it's like, God, man, can't you let it go? Former President Donald Trump's Florida home, Mar-a-Lago, was raided by FBI agents, Trump announced in a statement on Monday, quote, These are dark times for our nation as my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided, and occupied by a large group of FBI agents, Trump said. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before, end quote. And uh, and, and that is, you know, I mean, uh, nothing like this has ever happened in American history. Nope. And, and, and well, we've never had just exactly the same kind of junta running things either. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've Ron- had some fairly corrupt people. Uh, we've had some very contentious eras. We've never had anything like this happen. No. Yeah. I mean, and- uh, I mean look, can you imagine, for example, LBJ uh, searching of uh, uh, Eisenhower's residence in Gettysburg. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's that level of dumb. Yeah. Well, you know, um, um, you know, uh, Professor Jacobson at Legal Insurrection said, mm-hmm. "This is a provocation. They're trying to get a reaction that allows a further crackdown. Don't take the bait." And uh, I think he's wrong. Well, I mean, uh, you know, we had some nut out in Ohio uh, attack an FBI office, uh, a guy named uh, Ricky Shifter, I think it was his name. Um, Ricky Schiffer. Yeah, fortunately, it was. But he's just a nutter. Yeah, yeah, he was one lone crazy, and that doesn't, that's not the kind that would give him an excuse. What would give an excuse would be riots. Uh, by uh, people uh, associated with the stupid right uh, part of the right wing that would uh, be a a mirror image of of Antifa in 2020. Uh, Let me put it this way. No, it wouldn't be. It'd be peaceful protesters. But the problem is that what this is, is it's dosing. We swallow this, the next outrage will be bigger and and we'll swallow that. Essentially, this is, I'm sorry, we're being dosed. This is all about getting us conditioned to accept the next outrage. Well, um, uh, I, I connected this to the fact that, uh, <laughs> that Democrats have, have just passed a bill that gives the Internal Revenue Service $80 billion. Yeah, we're going to get to that. To hire 87,000 new IRS agents. Yeah, we'll, we'll, mm. we'll get to that a little bit further we down will. the script. But, you know, it, it's, and, and there, there is a certain amount of this. Yes, they're, they're trying to desensitize us mm-hmm. to uh, uh, what they're. To what outrage. They're doing, to outrage. And what I'm, af- what, 
What I'm particularly uh, leery of is the outrageous that were, outrageousness that will happen uh, during the uh, uh, f- uh, first, uh, the Tuesday after the first Monday of November. Um, yeah. You know, you got to remember Democrats control voter rolls in 31 states. And um, I and even here and I have to tell you that here in Georgia, trying to clean up the t- voter rolls, even in some place as um, honest as Lowndes County, is hard. It's yeah. very hard. Are are you uh, uh, are you a volunteer with the uh, election board? Um, no, I'm not. I simply don't have the time. But I'm I know uh, I'm I'm in very close contact with a bunch of people who are. Um, uh-huh. frankly, I don't know where some of these folks find the time and energy because I, I can't imagine, but, um, it, it's, it's tedious stuff. It really is. You have to get the, um, the, uh, the postal stuff, the postal change of address material, and you have to line it up with the voter roll. And you also have to look through the obituary columns. Did you here in Georgia, you don't, unless it is actually requested by the family, the funeral director does not notify the board of the elector, the state secretary of state, the board of elections, uh, that somebody's died and remove and, them from the voter rolls. And, you know, as, as corrupt as elections can be here in Maryland, at least that's one thing that uh, uh, a copy of the death certificate goes to the, uh, where the person's registered to vote. It should, but it doesn't. Um, well, it does is, here. Yeah, but you it know. doesn't here. It's not part of the law. Well, it, it well, it, in Tennessee, uh, my mother was still registered to vote in uh, Nashville <laughs> after she had moved to Maryland and died seven years later. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, so uh, that was part of cleaning up her estate. So it yeah. it, it happens, but. The whole thing uh, that I've uh, been about this whole story is things just keep changing. Uh, mm-hmm. And on Friday, I had a post called, See, I Told You. And it basically <laughs> uh, said, yeah, I've been running the 24-hour rules for the whole week now. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, the facts and the leaks and the facts uh, and the leaks keep changing. Uh, and, you know, you've just had, uh, at that point... Uh, the attorney general admit after it had been leaked that he had nothing to do with it, admitted that he yeah. approved seeking the warrant, not necessarily approved the warrant itself, application itself, but he approved the idea of seeking the warrant. Uh, meanwhile, the White House is still claiming, uh, you know, it's like Sergeant uh, Schultz. I know nothing. Um, I so. can't believe that. I mean, um, no matter which way you play it, as um, deep state, uh, deep statiest of deep state, or um, just simply procedure as like, you know, chief magistrate of the entire United States, there is no way that, that, that it wouldn't have been passed by, if not, if not uh, the meat puppet himself, the people who run the meat puppet. Or at least the White House General Counsel, somebody. Right? You would think. Yeah. Uh, you would me- think. <laughs> but meanwhile, meanwhile, we were told <laughs> by the president this week, zero inflation last month that underscores the kind of economy we've been building. Oh. 
<laughs> oh, well, John, you know, you were wonderfully sarcastic. <laughs> yes. Well, if two plus two equals five or three or four or whatever the party needs it to be today, that math works out. Otherwise, it doesn't work at all. And I mean, it's been like it's been like 40 years since I had this kind of uh, attrition uh, to my paycheck. Um, yeah. And. And, you know, I got married in 79. So, mm. you know, right as things were really turning sour, I was trying to get a household started. So Oof. don't get me started. But at the end of all that, I I managed to get, change jobs and double my salary and wound up breaking even. You know, this, this mm. is really going to Just crush a lot of even, people. breaking even, though. And, oh, gosh. Uh, I already know the, people who were down to a, to a single meal a day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, those of us who have the means to do support for things like food banks really need to get with the program because mm -hmm. the next two or three years are really going to hurt a lot of people. And uh, <laughs> Go and, and talk to your local food, food pantries because they are going to be the competition for the food bank uh, uh, scheduling is going to be ferocious. Go talk yeah, well, to your local food pantries. They need you even worse. Well, and and uh, it, the food uh, bank that uh, we are associated with, by the way, which is the uh, in Frederick, mm -hmm. Maryland, uh, mm. uh, is 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 really hurting now, especially for protein. They've got people showing up with canned goods, but what the, what the, I mean, they'd be happy to even have spam or tuna right now, um, <sighs> or peanut yeah, butter. I even. know. Uh, you know, we got a donation of peanut butter and I'll, uh, sorry, um, a ministry I, I volunteer at. And um, it's weird. It's really weird. We've been able, we get a lot of, uh, we've gone, we gave that out so fast. And now we've got people randomly showing up asking if they can have peanut butter. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if nothing else, it's something you can get your kids to eat usually. So, yeah, you yeah. know, it's, it's just the inflation uh, is, is going to eat people alive. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it doesn't require a lot of science to do some very basic things about getting by. But while mm -hmm. uh, Congress was, was, was dealing with all these various things this week, 50 Senate Democrats, all 50 of, well, all 50, well, 48 plus the two independents, all 50 of them um, who caucus with Senator Schumer voted against an amendment to the Inflation Reduction Act that would have uh, defined pregnancy as a condition unique to biological females. Uh, oh Lord, the lunacy, the lunacy. You know, I mean, that's the level of lack of thought process and allegiance to stupid ideas that we have going forward. And no wonder, you know, things are uh, falling apart. It just doesn't work. Um, but you know that's that that's that's our wonderful science deniers. But uh, Stacy, on the other hand, I seem to be watching uh, the the whole stampede. Uh, that's a wombat post. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It yeah. Is yeah. A my post. 
Yes, my co-blogger Wombat uh, is an accountant uh, who uh, works during tax season uh, for uh, H&R Block. And, uh, and uh, when, when they, uh, uh, you know, when they passed 87,000 new IRS, they're going to spend, how the hell does this have anything to do with reducing inflation? That you're hiring, you're spending 80 billion, billion with a B, folks, dollars to hire 87,000 new IRS agents. Well, okay. Uh, if they collect more than uh, we pay them. Well, which, do the math. Well, no, no if, if I'm doing the math. If, we, if they collect more than we pay them, then there will uh, be a significant re- removal of uh, funds from the economy, which will reduce the money supply, which actually <sighs> would uh, uh, be a way of attacking inflation. It's just that it's the, one of the stupider uh, versions of, of, of reducing the money supply that I've ever heard of, you know? Well, it's, it's like, um, I'm sorry, but uh, Wombat has a point about the desperate uh, shortage of staff. But uh, because, well, who wants to work for the most hated uh, agency of the U.S. government, especially if you're an accountant and people will pay you to keep the IRS far away? You know, I mean, kind of hard to argue with that uh, proposition. But um, I I read his his article. I agree with his article, but I'm still see I'm still reading this as swarms of officers sent hither to uh, harass the people and eat out our substance. Yeah, sorry. This was I, why we rebelled against King George, and and yet it doesn't strike me as a winning uh, thing to run on in November. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, the the I mean, I mean, uh. The the weird thing I saw was uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yelling issuing a directive in which she said that that they told the IRS uh, not to use uh, this to uh, increase audits on households making under $400,000 annually. Meanwhile, the Congressional (laughs) Budget Office did uh, some... uh, uh, math that they're on, and uh, yeah, you probably ought to mute your phone, Stacey. Anyway, the, um, uh, they, they determined that uh, in terms of uh, collections of, say, underreported income off of Schedule C's, <laughs> that's uh, your, your business, uh, personal business sort of Small thing. business. Small business. Yeah. Uh, they, they figure 52% of the money that would be recovered by this activity would come from p- people... Uh, filing adjusted gross incomes of fifty thousand or less. Yeah, it's it's it, it's the money just... is. It's not just that you know it won't work unless they go at. I mean the unless the they money, go after the, the people who can't fight back. Well, not only that, but it won't work because the people the people who are in the uh, over four hundred thousand dollar tax uh, uh, regimes. Are uh, are people who are working it at a, a level where the accountants involved are uh, doing a a, a a a a good honest job 
of protecting their money and and mm-hmm. it's worthwhile to spend for that kind of accountancy. Oh, so, isn't it though? And and it, and I can tell you right now, I'm not at that level, but I'm at a high enough level that it's worth doing it right in order to avoid the uh, what could happen to me if I did it wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. it's one, you know, it, it it's 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 the you know, it's the, mm-hmm. the principle about uh, if you if you owe the bank $100, you're in trouble. If you owe them $100 million, the bank's in trouble. And it's the same mm-hmm. principle about, uh, you know, what things are, uh, what things really cost. Mm-hmm. They, um, uh, the IRS um, uh, uh, posted a, 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 an advertisement. A job request. That, that, that they were uh, hiring new special agents. And the requirements <gasps> include working 50 hours a week, which may include regular hours, being on call 24-7, including holidays and weekend, and also that they must carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. You know, know, one of the reasons that one thinks about becoming an accountant is the fact that it will keep one very far away from violence. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, on the other hand, I mean, think it through. It was a treasury agent who nailed Al Capone. Well, yeah, but he didn't have to be. He didn't have to go in guns blazing to arrest him. Well, I, I, I yeah, but but you see, they do this on the same week, right? That they're raiding the home of the ex-president. Okay, this doesn't make sense. Well, it's look, dangerous. It, it, it all it all has to do with proper resource allocation. Uh, I had a, a conversation this week with a recent widow who has spent the last five months trying to get the Social Security payments straightened out. Oh boy! And uh, she made the observation to me that everyone uh, that she talks to at Social Security appears to be horrendously overworked. But we're going to have 87,000 more IRS agents. I, by the way, I also got a phone call from her today. And Social Security sent the money to the wrong bank again. <laughs> oh. You know, my brother pointed out, you notice they're not hiring um, uh, 87,000 new Border Patrol agents, right? Yeah. They can't protect the southern border. Uh, against a uh, a million illegal immigrants Plus. a year, but but yeah, we can hire eighty seven thousand people to harass the people. You know, the people who actually live here legally. Well, and the other thing is, is that ten percent of the eighty billion would finish the wall and then some. And then some, yes. You know, it it uh, it, it has to do with what people's priorities are and the priority of the people who are taking these decisions in government is not uh, necessarily the service uh, of the people. It's getting elected and then getting reelected and, um, and And keeping the proles under control. Yes, that's true. Keep, keeping who under control? The proles, the, prole. the proletariat. Oh, oh, proles. I thought you said poles, and no. I'm like, oh, I'm no. like, what, what, no, what no, have no, the no. poles done to us? I, no, not no, recently. Well, no, but but the, 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 the 
referring to the people under control as the proles is very apt in this case because mm-hmm. the deep state is essentially the outer party and we're mm-hmm. do- and the problem is uh what they're doing is enforcers for the inner party mm-hmm. and uh we need to basically turn some of the basically we need some turnover in uh, the who the inner party really is and so that they'll provide some appropriate discipline to the deep state uh, as, in, uh, getting, as, in, as in getting rid you know, of some of them. Hey, you and I both know how hard it is to deal with the inner party. Yeah. On the other hand, there are people who do a pretty good job of, of, of uh, dealing with that, including some who are punching well above their weight right now. Oh, 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 are we already going to talk about the, uh, my, my favorite blonde <laughs> press secretary? <laughs> Actually, she, uh, she is one of my favorite blondes as well. Mm. I, I, had, I had the enjoyable uh, uh, chance to meet uh, this young lady, mm-hmm. and uh, I found her very smart and very quick and and a wonderful wit and she's been displaying it for the last year and a half or so mm-hmm. uh, and of course we're referring to uh, christina Peshaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, christina uh, uh, left her position as press secretary press secretary for the governor's office in florida yesterday oh, she is now uh, press secretary for the desantis re-election campaign yeah and that's just exactly the kind of punching and, uh, you know, thoughtful presentation of uh, points of view that <laughs> the kind of candidates that I would like to see winning uh, should be mm-hmm. doing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, what, what have you got to say about it, Diana? Well, let me put it this way. Um, I have been, I am not a Twitter person, um, but Christina Pushaw's wonderful uh, sense of humor, her wit, um, her ability to, um, to deploy the perfect one-liner is, has been delightful. She doesn't back down. She's never afraid. She's never rude. Um, when the, when uh, was it Taylor Lorenz who had had made to, who had uh, managed to make a total fool of herself? Uh, that uh, no, it was somebody else. Somebody about with a silly what? name. Oh, uh, Christine, there. It's about three weeks. It's about a month old now. Um, well, there was if a. There, if, 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 if you know, if it's an issue, if there's any controversy in, in American public life <laughs> that Taylor Lorenz has commented on, she's made a fool of herself. So. Oh yeah. Well, she's 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 currently making a fool of herself in such a way that her entitled ethos is being uh, mocked on Human Events by Libby Emmons. It'll be fun. I haven't read the article. I just saw the headline. It came across my feed. I'm looking yep. forward to reading that article. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and, and it's. And it's interesting, for example, Miss um, uh, Bashaw spent a, a substantial part of the last few years working uh, in support of uh, 
democratically elected governments in uh, the former Soviet Georgia. bloc. Georgia. Yes, Georgia. She, she also had, uh, did quite a bit of work in Ukraine and some other mm-hmm. uh, uh, countries that, in the former mm-hmm. uh, Soviet sphere. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, she, she had basically... Uh, uh, the time I spent interviewing her and, and just talking to her, uh, her, some of her insights are are, are, are very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, I look for, I look, well, one of the things that uh, that has come out on Twitter is people going, oh, wow, uh, I'm looking uh, how they're looking forward to her, to her being the White House press secretary. So Me we'll too. see how that plays. But, uh, you know, Me too. I, I, I'm very happy about that. Meanwhile, that's one uh, thing that is positive about going to November. Uh, a negative, go- potential negative going into November has to do with politics here in Maryland. Wes Moore yeah. won the uh, Democratic uh, nomination for governor. Uh, Dan Cox, uh, who was endorsed by Trump, uh, mm-hmm. won the Republican nomination. And right now, um, well... Basically, Moore is outraising and outspending Cox by roughly ten to one. Um, uh, it's uh, it's you know, um, I'm not. I understand why a lot of people supported Cox, uh, I, I, uh, particularly in Western Maryland and on the Eastern Shore. But the the thing is, is that he doesn't seem to have either the appeal or the organization to. Uh, when the swing voters in in, in counties like uh, Hartford County, Baltimore County, uh, and Howard County that could turn the election. So okay, I don't know enough about Maryland politics to even begin to comment. Um, mm-hmm. But sorry. <laughs> but the thing is, there's you, what you what you see with DeSantis is organization mm-hmm. and the right people in the right jobs, and you just don't see that going forward uh, in uh, anything statewide in Maryland. Now, there's okay. lots of good opportunities with Neil Parrott uh, flipping a, a seat in the 6th District, uh, and uh, we're going to hold on to the 1st District. But uh, So that's going to be net positive. But I think we're headed for another four to eight years of, a Republic, of, oh. of, 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 of not, no Republicans in statewide office at all. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, you know, going to November, it's not, a, you know, everybody is talking about this red wave, but, mm-hmm. you know, and you got, there's, there's going to be places where blue holds on and even makes progress because, quite mm-hmm. frankly, a lot of uh, people who would have voted for a Republican are moving out of blue states in the yeah. last couple yeah. of years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's moving to Florida, Texas, Georgia, Tennessee, even Georgia. North Carolina. Yeah. Even uh, Georgia, although if Stacey Abrams w- manages to steal this election or win it, um, you note which which I put before which, um, <laughs> uh, I think we'd have a lot fewer people moving here. <laughs> well, there's so much for the overcrowding problem. Well, right? that's true. On the other hand, uh, it looks like things will still be interesting to blog about, and people will need to read blogs, and bloggers mm-hmm. will need to be. So, Stacy, tell the folks about the yellow button. Yes, folks, if you will go to my blog, theothermccain.com, 
Uh, you will notice uh, near the in the center column near the top of the page the yellow donate button. Uh, if you will click the yellow button, it will take you to my PayPal account where you can contribute dollars, pesos, euros, yen, just about any currency except Russian rubles. Um, and you can contribute to help support the blog, uh, to help support this podcast, and of course, to keep my wife happy because my wife likes it when this thing actually helps pay the bills and keeping my wife happy is job number one. So meanwhile, over at my good friend John Hogue's blog, hoguewash.com. Uh, I don't have a yellow button, but I do have in the sidebar over there on the right uh, a tip chart icon. Click on that and be taken away to my PayPal account where you can help support the blog. Or you could uh, shop at the Hogwash store. That would uh, I get a cut of the action there, obviously. Or you could use the Amazon shopping links that you'll find at either Hogwash or the other McCain. We both participate in the Amazon Affiliates Program, which is an interesting thing where you use those links and we get a commission from Amazon. It's uh, Lots of bloggers use it. It's a good thing that Amazon does to support the blogosphere. Or, by the way, I will take Russian gold rubles, so you can use the uh, address you'll find in the DMCA contact uh, uh, tab to uh, just send the gold. That works just fine. Um, but regardless of how you uh, choose to support us, please remember the five most important words in the English language. Hit the freaking tip jar. Indeed. Um, meanwhile, uh, we often wind up uh, uh, with, with Stacy's coverage of crime, um, uh, talking about some really weird stuff yeah. the weirdest it's, it's it's only the weird crimes right that, yeah. that, that are that are uh interesting yes yeah, so. well well certainly uh um it's not quite like a tabloid but anyway mm. uh but something that belongs in the tabloids is the attack on salman rushdie yeah okay um you know in a lot of ways this was sadly predictable uh I hope everybody knows about this, although the Mar-a-Lago raid has sort of sucked all the oxygen out of the room. On Friday, around 11.15 at uh, the Chautauqua Institute, which is a, uh, a venue in New York, um, Salman upstate Rushdie New, was... Upstate a, New York. Upstate New York, sorry. Salman Rushdie was about to give a talk, um, which would, was going to be a dialogue about uh, America as a haven for persecuted writers. And as he was being introduced, a man rushed the, sh the stage and stabbed him 10 to 15 times. Um, he is cur uh, Salman Rushdie is currently um, on a ventilator. And he is probably going to lose an eye. His liver has been damaged and he has nerve damage to one arm. Um, the, his attacker was a 24-year-old Lebanese, uh, sorry, U.S.-born man of Lebanese descent named Hadi Matar. He has, he has uh, pleaded not guilty to... Um, to the charges of felony attempted murder and felony uh, never mind it's it, it's it's not enough um 
anyway, um, he was he was evidently, according to his uh, Facebook and other social media, very sympathetic to Shia extremism and the Iranian um, the Ara- Iranian Revolutionary Guard uh, Corps. And he has a picture of Qasem Soleimani as one of his uh, big banner pages. So, in other words, in a weird, in, we have not yet heard the sadly predictable. Um, he's guilt. He's uh, been on the FBI's radar or law enforcement's radar. But um, he drove up from New Jersey and he had a pass to the Chautauqua Institute. And he took advantage of it to attempt to kill Salman Rushdie. But you know what? The police say they can't find a motive. <laughs> they never can, curiously, yeah. when you know damn well what it is. Well, I mean, the uh, second I the saw way, his picture, I way, knew. Just in case uh, uh, people don't, I don't know the background of who Salman Rushdie is. He was born uh, in... Uh, India from a Kashmiri um, Muslim family Mm -hmm. and uh, his third or fourth novel yes it's his fourth fourth novel uh, The Satanic Satanic Verses Verses. was published in 1988 Mm -hmm. and um, resulted in a fatwa against him uh, uh, by uh, the supreme Khomeini. leader of Iran, uh, Ruhollah Khomeini, uh, and so so um, he moved to uh, he had moved all over the place to try to uh, stay alive. But there has mm-hmm. been a fatwa against him, a, an Islamic death sentence, uh, for over um, thirty years, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know, but you. You know, when someone lit, you know, when 30 years go by and nobody's killed him, you think, well, okay, you know, but uh, this uh, young fanatic uh, who decided that uh, Salman Rushdie, and, and you know what's weird, and I, I um, uh, we're going to, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've written today about uh, certain heresies, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, but uh, fundamentalist Christians aren't out murdering uh, Darwinian uh, biologists. Okay, there, nope. this you don't see this. Uh, uh, you know, we had you know, there's the occasional kook out there, but the idea of a fatwa, well, the Christ- because of something someone wrote. Yeah, we Christians finally got over that kind of nonsense uh, along about the. Uh, end of the 17th century, right? Usually, uh, yeah. Uh, well, well, pretty pretty much so. Uh, the, the, the last big fight that was based on that really was the English Civil War. Yeah, so, I, I'm not going to disagree with that. I, I but, You and I sometimes have to sit down and have uh, drink way too much wine and have a lot of conversations about this stuff, but yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah but... Uh, uh, but the point is, is that uh, there, you know, even um, even when people uh, wind up devolving into heresy uh, from uh, someone else's point of view, in the Western world, uh, we have developed a level of 
of of tolerance, not necessarily f- for their views, but their human right to have those views, mm-hmm. and that's that's something that is missing uh, uh, in uh, a lot of what would classically be called the East. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, you know, on the other hand, there are certain things that just are still universally Wrong. recognized <laughs> as criminal. And mm-hmm. one of the, for example, uh, uh, that I, I don't know any place in the world, I don't know any society that tolerates child porn. Nope. Yeah. The headline on my post uh, this week was, we were told this would never happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A Georgia couple has been charged with using their two adopted children to record child pornography, police said. Let me stop right here. If uh, 10 or 20 years ago I said a Georgia couple, you would assume a man and a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We're going to get to the identity of of the couple. Uh, After (laughs) this is a Georgia couple, right? A Georgia couple... Um, the Walton County Sheriff's Office raided a home in Loganville July 27th on reports that a man there was downloading child porn. After interviewing the suspect, who was not identified, police said they learned there was another suspect in the county who was, quote, producing homemade child sexual abuse <sighs> material with at least one child who lived in the home, end let, quote. Let me, sh- let, let me interject right now. The last time I got called for jury duty, uh, they made me <sighs> of the uh, jury, and we gave the uh, child porn guy 54 years. That's not around 11 o'clock the same night. They executed a search warrant in Oxford, Georgia, which is in Walton County, at the home of William Dale Zulock, 32, and Zachary Jacoby Zulock, 35. Walton County's Division of Family and Child Services joined deputies in responding to the home to help protect the two brothers who lived there. During the search, deputies found evidence the pair, who were the child's adopted fathers, plural, quote, were engaging in sexually abusive acts and video documenting this abuse. Both men were charged with aggravated child molestation, sexual exploitation of a child, and enticing a child for indecent purposes. Uh, William Zulock was additionally charged with child molestations. Okay, so both <sighs> men are charged. And and the thing is, is that nowhere in the coverage of this, in the media, do is the does the word gay appear? Okay? And and the two words you will never see together in um uh, mainstream media coverage of such crime is the phrase "gay pedophile." So far no, as the media not. are allowed. Cons- yeah, yeah. So far as the media are concerned, there is no such thing as a gay 
pedophile because if anyone is a pedophile, therefore they can't be gay and vice versa. And um, But nevertheless, these two pedophiles accused, alleged, um, I, um, uh, I'll give myself the out. I think the Walton County Sheriff's Department's gonna gonna get this pretty good. By the way, Walton County, when they said Loganville, Walton County, <laughs> oh my God, when I was growing up in Georgia, the idea that this could be happening in Walton County. Oh <laughs> my God. Well, anyways, um, Zachary Jacoby Zulock had an Instagram account which was still active uh, this week. Uh, I don't know if they shut it down now, where he described himself as in his profile as an activist and posted uh, a lot of pictures of himself in rainbow gear and at his wedding with his oh, husband Lord. and at the headquarters of the human rights uh, uh, uh. campaign in D.C. And so, but despite the fact that we're told, well, well, that this would never happen. The normalization of homosexuality would never lead to some sort of crime as this, and yet it has. And and the reason, and I don't mean to stigmatize people or smear people or or uh, uh, foment stereotypes or hatred, but the fact is, is that the media have gotten so one sided. Uh, in their coverage of this issue that, uh, you know, some balance, you know, there has to be some balance on the coverage. And I am the balance. So Well, you have you my go. sympathies because I wouldn't want to read that story. I yeah, wouldn't want to. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. awful. I will just point out that the guy we gave 54 years, uh, the porn he was making would not appeal to a straight male. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to well, know. Not even. I My don't want to know. No, no, no. I mean, there was seriously the worst part of serving on that jury is the other jurors were not actually willing to look at the photographic evidence, and I had to, as the foreman, to tell them uh, what it was. Uh, uh. You know, they they always in in crimes like that, they always you know. Uh, offer a plea deal, okay? I mean, uh, they because need to. Nobody wants to put that kind of case on trial, okay? And no, and one horrible. of the one of the most celebrated cases I ever covered, the uh, Caitlin Hunt case down in Florida. <laughs> um, you know that was because she was accused. She was, if you will recall, she was, uh, I believe, I eighteen or nineteen, and accused of uh, having sex with a fourteen-year-old girl, uh, a fifteen-year-old girl, whatever it was. Anyways, and and this was uh, a violation of the, uh, you know, the uh, 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 statutory uh, age requirement. Uh, and it was, you know, what we would call statutory rape. They had another term for it down there. Well, cases like that almost never go to trial because the mm -hmm. prosecutor doesn't want to put the victim on the stand, see, and have them. Or the victim will refuse to go on the stand and uh, Understandably. The, lack of the lack of testimony will mean the... Right, and the, so if know, they could, it, you know, if they offer the plea deal, take the plea deal. 
mm-hmm. you know, it's the decent thing to do. And, um, but Caitlin Hunt wouldn't do that. So the very fact mm. that a case like that is going to trial uh, should tell you something about the judgment of the suspect. Yeah. Well, on the mm-hmm. other hand, um, there's going to be uh, probably there may be some judgment. trial. There may be some trials coming, uh, or one or more trials coming in Albuquerque about stabbings. Yes. <laughs> uh, the headline was a, uh, uh, apparently uh, uh, Salman uh, Rushdie's uh, attacker was not the only Muslim with a knife. Yeah, Biden was wrong. Kirby was right, was my headline yep. on this. The Albuquerque Muslim murders were not, not motivated by hate. Uh, uh, this is not the hate you were looking for yeah, anyway. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so last Sunday, uh, my brother and I went down to the uh, local Sheets to have a cup of coffee, uh, Sheets being a uh, local convenience store. And, mm-hmm. and we were sitting there, and Kirby was looking at his phone and just started ranting um, about a story out of New Mexico and the fact that Joe Biden had weighed in on what was a local crime. <clears throat> Biden's tweet read, quote, I am angered and saddened by the horrific killings of four Muslim men in Albuquerque. While we await a full investigation, my prayers are with the victims' families, and my administration stands strongly with the Muslim community. These hateful attacks have no place in America. Now you know uh, when he posted, does he stand with the Shia or the or the Sunni? <laughs> right, right. You know when he posted this, this was he had in mind that this was going to be some red hat, you know, right wing Trump voter that was killing Muslim men in Albuquerque. And all the media, by the way, jumped on this bandwagon and it was national. And there was news. absolutely no evidence that any of uh, these None. people who were stabbed had been uh, on their way to Subway at two in the morning. <laughs> right, right. No, right. Well, certainly not. <laughs> anyways, uh, but I don't think Syed a polar Muhammad, I do not think Syed Muhammad is a MAGA hat wearing Trump voter. Police said no. Tuesday that they were investigating whether a string of murders that have shaken Albuquerque was motivated by a Sunni Muslim's father anger. <laughs> over his daughter marrying a Shiite Muslim. Muhammad Syed, 51, has been charged with the murders of two Muslim men in New Mexico's largest city and faces possible charges for the murders of two other Muslim men killed in the last nine months. Authorities said in a press release that, quote, the offender knew the victims to some extent and an interpersonal conflict may have led to the shootings, end quote. Um, anyways, uh, it, it was reported, apparently, that his um, daughter, uh, he is Sunni Muslim, mm-hmm. and his daughter married a Shiite, uh, according mm-hmm. to the president's largest mosque. And uh, by the way, what Kirby... What tipped Kirby off, and he, he's prophetic about this somewhat, is the fact mm-hmm. that all four men attended the same mosque. And I yeah. said, but Kirby, 
how many mosques can there be in Albuquerque, right? But he he just thought the fact that they were all all these guys knew each other that that perhaps yeah. that that it seemed like to him that this might be some sort of feud among the local Muslims, and that was his hunch, and it proved to be correct. Syed is a native of Afghanistan who has lived mm. in New Mexico the last several years. He has been arrested on domestic violent charges three times in recent yes. years, but all the charges were eventually dropped. Of course. And, and uh, uh, a local... Um, a friend of uh, one of the victims, Sherry Shafiq, told the Daily Beast um, he was relieved that the alleged killer was caught. Um, quote, it's heartbreaking news. It's one of the community members. It was a possibility that it crossed our minds, but never in my wildest dreams could I imagine Someone in the community would do such a heinous crime. Oh, no. Oh, no, huh. no, no. No, no Muslim has ever committed a heinous crime. Yes. Well, okay. <sighs> no Muslim Against another has Muslim, ever killed yeah. another Muslim. Well, well, oh, that never Especially happened. not well, a daughter well, or yeah. sister. On the other hand, uh, there have been, been atheists who commit crimes. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, in order to get a lot of people who may not have been following uh, uh, some of oh, our blogging for the last uh, almost decade now, um, mm. actually for a decade now, um, you may some people may remember a federal prisoner who claimed to have been Dan Quayle's dope dealer. Well, that guy yes. was a fellow by the name of Brett Kimberlin, and he was in federal prison uh, for having been convicted for what were called the Speedway bombings, a series of uh, time bombs set around Speedway, Indiana, a suburb of Indianapolis. Uh, he was also in jail at the same time for getting caught trying to smuggle 11,000 pounds of marijuana into the United States. Mm -hmm. They got that in Texas. And before that, he had been convicted of perjury. The guy is a felon. Uh, Anyway, he has been trying in the last couple of or three years to be to get his speedway bombing uh, <laughs> uh, uh, convictions overturned on some rather specious grounds, and uh, he's been losing in the district court in Indianapolis, and then he lost in the uh, Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals, and now he has filed uh, a former solicitor general. Uh, uh, oh. of the United States is representing him pro bono. Uh, <sighs> Seriously? Uh, it, it, he, he has filed uh, a, a, a petition for a writ of certiorari uh, with the Supreme Court. So uh, for those of us who've been uh, following the Kimberlin saga for the last decade um, and have been sued by him, I guess you were only sued by him twice, Stacey. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I got I once got, in state court and once in federal. Well, court. I got I, then I got it twice in uh, state court and uh, twice in federal court. So it's 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 all sorts of fun uh, uh, dealing yeah. with this sort of stuff. But meanwhile, so uh, we'll we'll see how all all this goes. For those of you who are interested in uh, that uh, crime story, stay tuned to Hogwash. Uh, I'll be watching that <laughs> as it goes along. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, and, and I was after I finished having some conversations with some lawyers, I will try to provide uh, a little bit of layman's analysis uh, coming that up. That would be on, helpful. On, on, <laughs> on, 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 on the petition for the writ. Meanwhile, Stacy, uh, you know, it, being setting time bombs around uh, your neighborhood is a dangerous thing. But, you know, that happens a lot, especially when you have crazy people around. Crazy people are dangerous. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, this week's uh, uh, Crazy People Are Dangerous goes to Nicholas John Roski. I guess is how we'll pronounce his name. Nicholas John Roski was the 26-year-old California man who was arrested in June for his failed plan to assassinate Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. You might remember that uh, Roski was uh, arrested outside Kavanaugh's home with a knife and a Glock pistol uh, and confessed uh, reportedly his uh, intent to do uh, this. But I saw a, a headline this week that that really got me to, 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 what the hell did I just read? Okay, brace yourself for this. Brett Kavanaugh assassination suspect said he was a sissy slave... <laughs> And trans gamer girl named Sophie in online post asked how to take out high value targets report. <laughs> and I and, and I mean I you talk about the whirlpool of crazy. Okay. But you know, I know the Democrats are all about inclusion and diversity, but oh my God. Okay. This is for, I'm quoting from Town Hall. New federal court filings revealed troubling information hidden in plain sight about 26-year-old Nicholas John Roski. Um, uh, it led to a cache of perverse Reddit and Discord activity that pieces together the suspect's alleged motive, gender identity, and unstable <laughs> mental state. Duh. Um, <laughs> And and uh, he posted uh, to one of these Reddit forums, trans gamer girl seeking friend. Hi, my name is Sophie. He identified as a transsexual femme and submissive sissy slave uh, persona. Uh, 26 years old and but a lifetime of craziness. Okay, uh, he was in uh, Seattle uh, trying to hook up, and some of the content of this I'm not going to read out loud. Uh, but but he was apparently deeply into this uh, uh, craziness uh, uh, of this fantasy online fantasy. Because if you look at a picture, and I, I put the mug shot of the suspect at the top of the thing, the idea that this person uh, is a femme sissy slave, I don't know about that. Anyway, uh, there's a certain craziness in his appearance. Though, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. But anyways, oh, oh. 
Oh, oh, oh. One last, one last uh, crazy people are dangerous uh, thing. Deb Frisch is not a, got denied parole this week. Yay! Yes, well, that's... Oh. Got to make sure everybody knows that. Oh, oh she was denied parole. Well, well I, I might yeah. mention Deb Frisch in the coming week. But anyways, so right. uh, the guy who tried to kill uh, uh, a Supreme Court justice turns out to be, well, a typical Joe Biden voter, we might say. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got to be crazy to vote for Joe <laughs> Biden. Well, and crazy people are dangerous. Yep, but we're coming up at the end of the hour, Stacy. There's the music. Yes, we hear the boogie woogie in the background that tells you that we are approaching the end of the hour. So we will be back uh, next Saturday at our usual time, 7 p.m. Eastern, and joined as usual by the lovely Diana in Valdosta. Thank you. And thanks for stopping by, Diana. We're going to have a good time next week. And we'll talk to you later. Good night. All right. Good night. Mr. Briggs.